Hey, everybody, and we're back for another episode of the Morph Business and Leadership Podcast. Today, I am excited to be sitting on the other side <laughs> of the interview, as I am so happy to have Trevon Gross Jr. on today. He is amazing. He has been such a an asset to me and my business, and I just would like to introduce him. So, Trevon, please tell us. Yeah. What well, you do, everything. Man, well, first off, I'm just glad that I like that you describe me as an asset because that's truly just my goal is just to be an asset. Like a lot of times people ask me like, oh, what do you do? And it's like, I do so much. It's like, I just want to be helpful. Like He's whatever whatever that means. <laughs> like I just want to make sure I'm always an asset, not a liability. Um, but I mean, to, to get more detailed about just what I do, um, I mean, I'm a personal coach. I help people with their productivity and their mindset um, through my nonprofit, uh, Craft Your Dream. I'm also a marketer as well as a videographer, a media producer, whatever you want to call it, um, within my media company, 10 Media. And again, again, I mean, my goal is to just be valuable to people, like in any way, shape or form with the skills that I have. You know, I'm skilled at communicating. I'm skilled at marketing. I'm skilled at video, media things and yes. of that nature. So, you know, that's what I do. It's what I do. Um, I love it, you know, but the reason being I love it is just because it's all tied to who I am. Right. It's all tied to who I am as a person, who I am as a man, um, just who I am and just who what God created me to be, you know. And so with that, I mean, it's just my goal is just be helpful, whatever that means. Yeah, it's your purpose It's definitely your purpose to just encourage people and put them. When I first started like this whole podcast situation, <laughs> I was so like, I hate being on camera and people don't really realize like. Being on camera, you have to have a certain level of confidence. Nice. And I didn't have that until I really started to work with Trevon. I, I honestly feel like God told me to work with you. Mm. So it was like, it was meant to be. It was meant to happen. I'm I'm so grateful. And when he said he's an asset, I mean, and his and what he loves to do is help people. He works in excellence. Like, yeah, it's a around. whole yeah. nother level. It's not... It's not like he's just bringing around like really cheap equipment. He shows up. He shows out. Like he really does his thing, and he has the most generous and humble heart. I appreciate that. So, um, tell me how you got started, like doing all of this. Um, you know, it it really was. I'll say my biggest, my my hardest time is really what brought me to all this. Um, you know, in twenty nineteen, I just got done uh, with my college basketball season. You know, so this is where I'm, you know, dealing with the whole pro basketball thing, what I'm going to do. And so I'm fighting for that area of my life. Mm. But at the same time, I'm at the crib, right? I'm I'm, at, I'm home. Um, and while my parents are super gracious, like I got to do something, right? I have to I have to make some make some money. Um, but even within that, you know, like, again, my parents are super grace, grateful. So they didn't necessarily like put any put the screws to me or nothing. Right. But I realized as I was in just being real with my situation with my basketball career, it's like, okay, my basketball career is still up to me, but I need to figure out just what this looks like, what my life looks like outside of the game. Wow. And so in that, I just, and I also knew myself well as you know, like, I don't want to work for nobody. Like that was kind of just my, I'm like, I can't do the nine to five punch in, punch out. It's just, it's just not for me. And that's not knocking anyone that does it. It's, I just know that's not for me. Like I just couldn't exist doing that. Um, and so from there, I knew entrepreneurship was the way. Um, again, this is me not knowing anything about entrepreneurship, not even knowing how to start a business, like really? nothing. Yeah. So, but I knew I was like, okay, I knew like it's gonna sound 
I mean, someone's probably going to identify with this. I was just like, look, I want to be rich, but I want to have time freedom and I want to just be able to do whatever I want to do. And so, mm-hmm. you know, with that, I was like, okay, well, I'm probably going to own a business. Not, I don't even know where I got that from. I don't know how I got it. But I was like, okay, I always wanted to own something. So, like, this is a great opportunity to start. And so I'm fast forwarding a lot in my story. But, um, you know, I was substitute teaching. That was kind of like my way to make a little bit of money. I'm telling you, substitute teaching is, is where it's at. But, um, <laughs> you know, I was substitute teaching, sitting there at the desk, and I'm just thinking through, like, okay, I, I, need, a, I need a plan. Like, I got I to gotta start with something. And so I, th- I was like, okay, you know, I'm good at talking with people, you know, because I, throughout my life, I just always found myself, you know, helping people with, okay, hey, like, what do you want to do? How's it going? I'm always checking in like, hey, last week you said you were going to do X, Y, Z. Did you do it? How's it going? How you feeling? You know, different things like that. And I wasn't, that wasn't my focus. Like I didn't, I wasn't doing it intentionally. That was just like regular conversation. Like all my friends know, like, if you tell me that you're going to do something, I'm following up just wow. straight up. And, and so- when I was in this position of, okay, let's just figure out what I like to do. Let's just figure out what I just do naturally. You know, I knew I was a people person. Um, and so along with that, I knew I liked talking to people about their goals. And so at that point, I'm like, all right, like, I'm going to just help people with their goals. Like, people have goals, you know, because I identified that there's, you know, three types of people. You have the first person who knows exactly what they want to do, <laughs> but they have no idea how to get there. Okay. You have the second person that, has no idea what they want to do, and they're just doing a whole bunch of stuff, thinking okay. that'll help them find it. And then you have the third person that really doesn't have either, and they're just going with the flow. Got it. And so with that, I just was like, all right, I'm going to just start something. Like, I'm, I'm going to help you with goals. <laughs> everybody has a goal, right? And everybody has something. Everybody wants more out of life. So, like, that's what I'm going to do. And so, um, again, this is not knowing how to start no business or anything like that. And, you know, I was like, you know what? Let's just start with a name. Like, I need a, I need a cool name. For real? Yeah, for real. Like, I'm, so I'm at my desk. I got my notebook. And I'm really, like, writing out names. I still got the notebook at the crib. Like, I'm, like, writing out names. I'm, like, build your vision. Build your dream. Hmm. Craft your dream. Ooh, that's hard. I like that. And I think I wrote out, like, three other ones. Um, and I just looked at them. I was, like, okay. If I'm going to pick one, I think craft your dream is the best one. When we craft your dream, I think I went on, like, Fiverr or something. Got a logo made. Mm-hmm. Like, $25. Something, something. But, like, I, for me, it was, okay. I really enjoy helping people. And so if this is my way to do it, I'm going to just figure it out and it's every step of the way. perfect name. Yeah. Like that name yeah. is the per- craft your dream. Well, and, and you know what? Like, And you kind of touched on earlier in terms of just I really do have a spirit of excellence. And that's that's intentional. And that's something that you know was modeled to me from my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I had to embody as an athlete. Um, just, you know, because I've had a very successful basketball career. But just even... I, I've seen the results of when you do things in excellence. I've seen the results of, you know, when you really focus on the little things, how it really makes big impact. Detail. And so as a result of that, like, I really like that's one of my core values as a human being. Like my three core values are, you know, to operate in excellence, operate with faith and operate with integrity. Operate with excellence. Operate, operate with excellence, faith. faith and integrity. Yes. As long as I do them three things, it don't matter if it's in business, relationships, family, friendships, whatever. I'll be fine. And that's where I want to go with this because I feel like your company, you have two. You have the nonprofit mm-hmm, Craft Your Dream and then you have 10 Media. And yeah. so all of this has to, like it coincides together because I look at you as a guru in media and influence. I look at you as someone that is a guide in media and influence. So yeah. talk to us about that. Like how... Like, yeah. how, like, talk to us about that. So with, with media, I'll start with that first and I'll get into influence. With media, 
one, it's just getting honest about the fact like technology is never going backwards, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, when you hear people talk about, well, social media and that's a young people's game and all that different type of stuff, it's like, well, at the end of the day, like we're not going backwards, right? Like the days of where, you know, your regular selfie picture is going to work like, and that'll be it. That'll get you clients. That'll get you followers, whatever. Those days are gone, right? Yes. You need video. You need to make sure you ha- you hire the editor. Like you need to invest in these things. Like one of the things I tell every client and every basically talk I do, I tell them, I'm like, listen, your marketing is more valuable than your sales because you can have an amazing sales team, at least in the entrepreneurship world. You can have an amazing sales team, but if you can't get anybody to actually look at your product, it doesn't matter. Okay. Most of the time, if you have a really good marketing team, your sales team can be trash, but if they market it well, people will still buy. Mm. So with that, media is just one, you just have to be honest about the fact, okay, this is something that I have to take seriously, mm-hmm. right? This is something I have to put time, energy, and effort into. And again, it, it's, that's not to say you need to you know, use 70% of your budget towards it. But you need to be more intentional instead of the usual, all right, we're just going to put a little 10% towards that for a little, you know, billboard. Like, it needs to be more. Um, So being intentional with just media. The influence piece, for me, I just view influence as just truly being authentic to who you are. Right? Like, if if I always show up as who I am, right, and I'm I'm confident in who I am, right? You mentioned earlier about, you know, showing up on camera really is just about being confident in yourself. That's really all it is. And so for me, I know who I am and I know how to show up on camera. I know how to show up in meetings and show up in conversations to the point where, you know, it's not so much where my goal is to influence anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just me being myself because there are, there are a lot of people that struggle with being themselves. There's a lot of people that, you know, struggle with really showing up as themselves. And that's not a, a knock on them. That's not to say like they're, you know, doing anything wrong. but when you really show up in your brand, when you show up as your business, when you show up just as a human being and you're consistent with that, right. people are just going to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like that's all you can ask for. If I can get people to pay attention to me, like I'm going to make sure that they're paying attention to me, one, for the right reasons, but two, I'm going to make sure I keep showing up. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to you know, project this false image of who I am because right. that's just tiring. Right. Like who wants to do that? But it's also probably not going to last. So for me, when it comes to actually like, I guess, being intentional with influencing people, it's like, OK, let me just figure out what problem I can solve for somebody else. Let me figure out, OK, just in being who I am, do I solve that problem already? But then also another part of the influencing piece is, am I always still growing? Mm-hmm. Am I like because I'm someone like I will read, I will buy courses i will re- yes. like i will do whatever i can continuing education to, yeah like i'm i'm a, a i'm a lifetime student mm, you so. know i'm a lifetime student and i and i really believe in that and me i think so. that helps in my ability to influence just because you know if if i can quote unquote influence somebody to better their life like great then for sure sign me up to call me an influencer but you know, if someone views you, right, for example, if someone were to look at you and let's say you show up for only six months, but then seven, eight, nine, 10, 12, 11, 12 months, then you don't, then they're not going to pay attention to you. Like those are lives that you probably don't impact. Right. So I want to bring up something. So often um, people say it's all about perception. So a lot of the media uh, 
a lot of the media content that um or or production is or you know whoever I worked with as far as photographers those who do video videographers production they would say oh it's all about perception so it's all right just do whatever it's all about perception <laughs> and so I feel like the authentic media and influence is on and off the camera yes so even if we're on the phone mm-hmm. and people say to Chelsea girl. Just from our conversation, I feel so much motivated. I feel so much better. I feel more motivated. I'm I'm ready to go from our conversation. Nobody saw that. Right. But right. that still is the same level of authenticity that needs to be on the camera and behind the camera. And I think people lack that. Oh, yeah. And this is what you're saying. You're saying, like, show up with integrity. Mm-hmm. And what else? Show, show up, up with, with excellence. Excellence. Right. And then show up with faith. Like, faith. for me, you know, I'm so, I'm a, I am a dreamer. Like for me, it's okay. That's your goal. Let's 10x it. Let's 100x it. Like, you know, because I love that. At, at the end of the day, you know, for me, um, and I, I'll tell a story with this, you know, I, I've just always been a big dreamer. And I think for me, I had a, um, a near death experience that really kind of set the tone for me with that. So you're looking at me crazy. I, I haven't told you this. No. All right, fine. So, so, <laughs> all right, sit back. I got a good story for all you. Right. Um, so, in on January 21st, uh, 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. January 21st, 2019. I hope I got the year right, but it's either 2019 or 2020. I was coming home from a workout. It was like maybe 9:30 at night. Um, I had a green light. I was going through. This young girl basically ran her red, smacked into me. My car ended up flipping, and I was nice. upside down for like a minute. And I was conscious the whole time. And so, you know, and that's a very fast forwarded version of the story. But, you know, going through that experience, like I still remember going through fine, like wasn't on my phone. I was just chilling, just thinking about, you know, just moves I was making, just life. Like, okay, how am I doing type my self-check process. Um, And then that happens. And so, you know, afterwards, you know, go to the hospital, ambulance, all that type of stuff, you know, car totaled. You just look at life differently. You know, I I just started looking at life differently. And I was and I was someone that was always like grateful. Right. I was always grateful. But it just that experience kind of made made my gratefulness go to a deeper level, mm-hmm. you know, but also it, it caused my ambitions to rise mm-hmm. as well. Just because literally I had plans like I, I had things I was planning on doing. And in that moment, I realized like, yo, if. I had maybe gone, been going a little bit faster or if she was going a little bit faster or all these different what ifs play in your mind, like I could have been gone, right? And so with that, it, it's one, you almost gain like a, you gain an appreciation for life, but you also build up like a reckless abandonment to where it's like, you know what, if I could almost go, oh, I still got things to do. And that was, and that was for me, one of the thoughts that, that really, you know, and I had started Crafty Dream at this point, but it, it one, I was kind of slow rolling, like actually putting it together, actually learning entrepreneurship and running a business and everything like that. Like I was kind of chilling through it. But after that experience, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like it's foot on the pedal now. Yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm really doing it. And so, you know, through, through, through that experience, you know, it, it caused me to just, like I said, look at life really differently. And so, and why that relates to what we're talking about, you know, it it caused me to one get clear on my purpose. I had an idea of my purpose, like, and that's the thing. Like, I think there's stages to purpose. Like, mm-hmm. one, I'm a big proponent. Like, if you think purpose is just gonna like God's just gonna open up the heavens and tell you what your purpose is, that's not no, happening. Like, no, no. you know, your purpose needs to be pursued. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. But 
even in discovering your purpose, like you can have an idea of what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. And when you start making decisions in that vein, your life will improve for sure. But when you're able to get to a point where you are clear mm -hmm. on purpose, mm -hmm. now your decision making goes to a whole a other whole level, level. Right. And so for me, because I know that it's my purpose to truly help people accomplish their biggest goals and really show them how to do it. When it comes to just now, we just input my passions, which is my skills. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I would like to consider myself a pretty good communicator. I'd like to consider myself a pretty talented videographer, video editor, and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So now I get to basically use my passions as a vehicle for my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so that all stemmed from, you know, a traumatic experience. And so with all of that, you know, it it caused me to just be who I am. Like at the end of the day, like when I thought about that, like, okay, if, if any detail was different in that car accident, I've been gone. You know, I'm thinking about, well, Dak, how would have people found out, right? Like, who would have really been messed up? Like, that was my big question. And it kind of, it was kind of deep. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, you think you have friends, but when you start thinking about, okay, who would, who would need therapy because I died mm -hmm. suddenly, right? Like, it caused you to just, not like you would, you would cut anybody off, but it's like, okay, the people that I think would need therapy that would really be messed up they are the people that need to be in my inner, inner circle. They mm -hmm. are the people I need to really trust and hold on to. Um, you know, even when I thought about just on a personal level, like, okay, if I died that night, would I be happy with everything I've accomplished? Right. Right. And for me, like, I had done a lot in the basketball world. I've, I've experienced plenty of success basketball-wise. But I still was like, I don't think I'd be like, that's it. Like, you know, so now, again, that is what allowed my ambitions to rise. Mm -hmm. And so for me... Because I'm a big dreamer, I'm a big believer. Like, yo, whatever you want to do, I don't care how crazy it seems. I don't care if you've never even seen it before, experienced before. We can do it. There's a plan. Right. Right? And so, you know, for me, it, that's the faith piece of it. Mm -hmm. That's the faith piece of my, I guess, core values where it's like, look, if I can show up with excellence, if I can show up with integrity, that's cool. But if I don't have faith to go after yeah, big things. if you don't things, believe in it. Yep. You know, if I don't have faith to go after big things, I can still live a normal life. Mm -hmm. So I have to make sure that in conjunction, in combination with, you know, having faith, having integrity and having excellence, mm -hmm. that is what's going to allow me to live a life that, you know, is purposeful. That's what's going to allow me to live a life that I can be proud of, my kids can be proud of, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I want to go back to something real fast. Yeah. You said... Um, you said when you're clear on purpose and then once you had that near-death experience, it was like, oh, no, the pe the pedal's to the metal now. Like, it's yeah. real. Yeah. And so Dr. Miles Monroe, who I adore, right? Yep. Dr. Miles Monroe said that um, in one of his sermons, and it's not exactly verbatim, but he said that people that are that know their purpose, and I'll use your term, clear on purpose, some of them get a contract with death. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. And they be like, okay, death, no matter what, it's on because mm -hmm. I'm gonna complete my earthly assignment and I'm gonna do what I gotta do with my purpose. And I got a contract signed, I'm gonna die doing it. Like that's it doesn't matter. I'm going that's the I'm going all the way to the end. Yeah. So um that was really important because I think that drives us. Like once you have that experience, you like, you know, I feel like almost everybody might have had something like that. Even if a person is so depressed that they become suicidal, mm -hmm. 
That might be your near-death experience that woke you up and said, Facts. you know what, I'm still here. Even if you didn't try it, but your mind went there, you still like say, you know what, I snapped out of it. You ain't get me. You ain't get me depression. It's you ain't fact. get me suicidal yeah. thoughts. You ain't get me. So now I'm on a whole nother level. Now, because I defeated my own self and my own self um, imposter syndrome or whatever the case may be, now it's on. I don't yeah. care how I look on camera. I don't care what anybody thinks about me being crazy because I went and purchased a $2 million property. I don't care what, you know, yeah. whatever. But, and and that's, the, that's the thing about it, right? Like, it's really fuel, you mm -hmm. know? It really is fuel. And I think, at least for me, I know it helped me become a way better communicator because my analogies were able to go to a way more extreme level that people right. don't think about, right? Because, like, death is one of those things that we all know about, but we aren't really, like, we don't fully understand. Like, for me, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with death. Like, I've been able to do enough since then, where I'm like, you know what? If I died today, God willing, God, Lord, I still got some things I got to accomplish. But, mm -hmm. you know, I know that, you know what, Lord, I've been doing what you've created me to do. Right. And so even within that, right, like the the excellence piece that comes out of it, where it's like, yo, for me, it was, okay, you know, I have no idea what type of business I'm even in with Craft Your Dream. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I just, I'm helping people. That was, that at the time, that was all I had language for. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? How do I even do this? Um, Events. People do events. So I'm like, all right, bet. Year-long events and da 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 da, -da. We're going to do it on Zoom because this is around the time the pandemic had, mm -hmm, had happened. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to do a Zoom event. It's going to be uh this much money. I think I, my first ticket was like, $70, something like that. I was like, it's a $70 ticket. I'm going to be on Zoom for, I think it was like maybe four hours or something like that. But it was like packed. Like I had the whole thing planned out. Wow. I'm like, all right, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I had people sign up and I was like, oh, like, this is crazy, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, again, you know, and I'd always, looking back, I had a, a entrepreneurship heart. I just didn't know it at the time. Like I was selling candy in school. I was shining shoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At church. Like, but at the time, I'm just like, look, I'm trying to make some money. I wouldn't, I didn't think about it as like, oh, I'm being an entrepreneur. I'm just like, oh, I, I'm trying to make some money. I'm trying mm -hmm. to buy some candy, whatever. Um, but you know, as I'm starting to put together Craft Your Dream, and now even with 10 Media, you know, and it's even how that happened is interesting. But as I'm putting stuff for, together for Craft Your Dream, you know, I'm just going for it. Like to your point where it's like, yo. I done dealt with almost dying. Like whatever obstacle I may be facing when it comes yeah, yeah, yeah. to creating this thing that I know is important, but I still haven't quite identified why mm -hmm. it's important. We gonna do it. So I'm like, all right, we just gonna go on Zoom. We gonna do it. It's gonna be seventy dollars, seventy dollars ticket. Like that seemed like I could actually make some money off of it. Cool, but you know, I really wanted to help people. All this, um, and so you know, the event went well. And so fast forward, I had, um, you know, I in business, you go with what works for a while. So, you know, I had other events and like they were cool. They were cool. And then I remember I had one event. I ne I'll never forget. It's another pivotal moment for me when it came to just my entrepreneurship journey. Um, it was a principles event where essentially it was I was um, helping people get clear on just what their principles were going to be for life. In the same way I have my three core value principles, nice. it, the event was geared towards that. And so, again, you come up with a great idea as an entrepreneur. You're like, Psh this is great. It's going to get packed out. Everybody's going to get, you know, everybody's going to leave better. The whole nine. I had some people sign up. Cool. I'm excited. I'm ready to show up the whole nine. Nobody shows up. Really? Nobody shows up. And it was in that moment, I'll never forget it. I was so close to quitting. Mm -mm, I was don't like, quit. But, for sure. But, but you know, like, but in that moment, yeah. I lied to you not. I was like, I'm done. This is, this is crazy. And, and the thing was, 
it like literally I had a choice and my choice was I can either record this event like because it was on Zoom again. So I was like, I could record it as if like there's people in here and I'm presenting whatever or I can just forget it. Because what I, did you do? I recorded Yes. I recorded. And 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 I'll even go as far like I I'll be honest, like afterwards, after I got done recording, cried my eyes out. Cried my eyes out. Just because, you know, it was one of them things that I'm like, yo, I know this works. Like I know, but like I didn't have the skills and the tools. Oh, do you still to have the recording? Because I need to I watch still it. have it. Okay. I still I have it. It's still yeah, it's still in archives. But you know, with that, you that, those were one of those moments, right? And like I'm a firm believer, like. It's all about how you view opportunity. I this is amazing because you you're see you're touching on media influence and everything, but mm-hmm. the biggest part is like we sometimes influence ourselves. Yeah. So that yeah. self influence and and I, you know, guys, I'm big on the Bible and God mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. But David had to come to a point where he had to encourage himself. Yeah. And so basically what I'm trying to say is Every entrepreneur that watches this, every business owner that watches the Morph Business and Leadership Podcast, you need to understand this. You are going to have those moments when you feel like sales are not coming in for a whole month right. or you literally were on top making 400000 a year and now you're barely making 30000 a year and you're ready to just give up and throw in the towel. Don't give up. You're built for this. We're built for this. First of all, God created us to be built for this. He created us to have dominion and leadership over the earth, over our skill sets, Mm -hmm. all these things. So why would you give up? Please don't give up. Like these are learning moments. Don't do it. And I think, you know, you touched on a really good point that I want to kind of dig into a little bit is that self-influence piece. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a firm believer, like in the same way, you know, you can't love anybody else before you love yourself. Right. We're talking about media influence. You can't influence anybody else if you can't influence yourself. I had to wake up and say something to me. You know, so it's like you need to be able to basically control your environment, control your thoughts. If I were to go biblical, as a man thinketh, so is he. Mm -hmm, Right. So mm -hmm. if if I can't train my brain to think of myself as who God has created me to be, if I can't see myself as a confident version of myself, a powerful version of myself every single day, regardless of what's going on around me, Mm -hmm. if I can't do that, Mm -hmm. you've already lost. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's number one in terms of, you know, being uh, being able to self-influence yourself. Now, if I were to go into the more ratchet side of me, DMX got a song that's called Who We Be. Now, for me, <laughs> for me, like whenever I'm in a tough situation, that's like my theme song. Because it's like, well, I know who I be. <laughs> like, you know, because it's like, hold on. Like, you know, because, and, and, I, and I say that jokingly, but the truth is, it's like, for me, I don't deal with tough times. Tough times has to have to deal with me. I know, that's right. So, when I deal with tough times, whether it be not knowing where the money going to come from, you know, unsure of how we, how I'm going to complete a project, um, you know, dealing with a hard client, whatever the case may be, it's like, okay, this is just an opportunity for me to grow, mm-hmm. right? Like anything I haven't experienced before, there's opportunity there. But most times, because it's hard, because it causes pain, whatever the case may be, people don't view it that way. Mm-hmm. They They focus too much on the obstacle as opposed to focusing on the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so- with that, when you're talking about influencing, right, like people are going to follow other people that deal with things that they themselves can't deal with. So for me, if I'm able to, and, and especially if I were to talk to entrepreneurship specifically, and this is a, definitely applies to leadership as well, you know, we're at the forefront of things. Yes. Like I was, I was on the phone with one of my friends, really successful entrepreneur, six figures, the whole nine, all that fun jazz that they hit you with in marketing. 
And we were talking about how, you know, ownership is fun until you really got to deal with the responsibility of ownership. Yeah. Right? Like, making money is fun until you realize, oh, like, there are other people's livelihoods oh, on the line. God, talk about <laughs> when it. it comes to right, because it's like for us as entrepreneurs, it's like oh, like I can I can go a week eating ramen noodles, like cool, I can get it out the month for a week. But when I'm my business at a level where like I'm paying for somebody else's oh, livelihood, somebody else's that's that's just you know that's a different level of responsibility that you know some people fold under. Some people hate to say it, don't even care that much about. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, I'm able to influence people just because, you know, I'm able to handle those situations correctly. Right. You know, and that's just an example for entrepreneurship and business. But it's like, you know, if I'm able to take on situations, if I'm able to take on obstacles, if I'm able to take on hardships in a way that other people either can't or are trying to figure it out, that gives me the ability to influence. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's something that, again, just goes back to being yourself. Right. Right. That goes back to striving to be the version that God created you to be, mm-hmm. you know. And and so for me, the whole media and influence thing, it all just ties into just being who you are. Right. Let me ask you a question. If someone was interested in becoming um, a videographer, photographer or having their own media company, what advice would you give them to like being successful in this industry. Ooh, that's so good. And you know what? I'm so glad you asked that because my media company is successful only because Crafter Dream started out slow and I made so many mistakes. So when I started 10 Media, oh, I knew exactly what I needed to do. I knew what the money making activities were. Okay. okay. But um no, if someone's a videographer and they're in media and they're really trying to um you know, get their foot in the door and really make money, do some stuff for free. Mm. And and the reason why I say that, and this is going to sound off, do it for free because, one, you're going to be building your portfolio. I was just thinking that. Right? You're going to be building your portfolio. Two, you're going to be basically handing out other people's IOUs. Okay. Right? What's an IOU? IOU, basically, if I go to a business that's doing well, mm-hmm. right, and I'm an up-and-coming videographer, I'm trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. and I go to the owner, I send the email, whatever, and I say, hey... I want to shoot X amount of reels. I want to shoot X amount of commercials, whatever. I want to do it for you for free. I'm trying to get my foot in the door with the business, blah, 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 blah. Right? I'll do it for free. And you do good work for them. Mm-hmm. You help their business. Mm-hmm. What do you think that owner is going to want to do for you? Mm, give you something in return. Something, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. So one, do some stuff for free. Mm-hmm. Because even on the flip side, let's say you're trash. Guess what that person's going to tell you? Yo, you're trash. And then guess what you have to be able to do? Take that constructive criticism yeah. and then go work on your craft mm-hmm. and then do some more stuff for free. Mm-hmm. And then when you've actually built up a good body of work, mm-hmm. that's when you can just start saying, okay, this is my price. Right. But at that point, you've helped X amount of clients. You've helped X amount of business owners, whatever, just whatever you know market you want to go into when it comes to video and media. But you've helped enough people to where it's like, okay, my method works. When people get my videos, this is what happens. Yeah. So now you have you have a tangible amount. You have a tangible value to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why this marketing space is tricky just because, you know, a lot of times you can't really quantify what you're doing, right? Like when I first started out and, and you know, I'd work with real estate agents and they're like, well, how much would my business increase and how many more leads? 
Dog, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm saying? I I don't I don't know for real. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I know you're gonna look better than everybody else, but mm-hmm. in terms of like actual percentages and numbers, I didn't know. But now that I've spent enough time in the game, and I'm still learning. Like you know, I've spent enough time at this thing to know. Okay, when I do what I do with marketing, as I'm working on my skills as a communicator, as I'm working on my skills as a videographer, mm-hmm. right? Just as a mm-hmm. producer, right? Clearly. My real estate agents, they get more calls and more leads. They get more deals. Yes. Right? And so right now, I'm still in the stage of, all right, let me build it so I can really put a number on it. Mm-hmm. But every single real estate agent I've worked with, they've always said, like, wow, like, my phone rings off the hook after I post one of your videos. I think that also, um, just in any field, any industry, but still in media, too, you have to be patient and you oh, have to sure. know that this is going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. And then you need to be sensitive to the client's needs. That's one thing I love working with you and everything you do for more. If any notice, like honestly being sensitive to my needs or my, even my vision, what my goals are like, that is so mm-hmm. encouraging for me because I'm like, you know what? He's not trying to put his own image to me. Yeah. And so yeah. he has, he understands the assignment. He's helping me carry out the assignment. He's helping the company, you know, carry out everything it needs to carry out. And honestly, we are, we get, we're getting more traction and we're a completely difficult industry to even be in. Yeah. As far as business development, project management, and, and, and especially grants and loans and access to capital for businesses. I don't know a lot of banks that are having a podcast. Yeah. Well, so, and the thing is, right, like, as a marketer, as as I mentioned before about how like basically your marketing is your sales, right? Like as I'm even like, and I'll use you as an example, like when we have our conversation about, okay, this is what you're going to say. This is how you need to say it. It's almost like I'm doing sales training mm-hmm. for real, for real. Just, yeah. just because again, if we're able to, from a podcast, from a clip, whatever, communicate. Even the right public thing, relations. Yeah. Public, it's, it's all related. Mm-hmm. And so honestly, if you're trying to get in the media field and this is just in general, I'll blanket term with just you just need to be able to solve problems right you need to be able to not only let, let's even go even higher you need to be able to identify problems mm-hmm. right because for me as a marketer as a media guy excuse me even as a coach if i'm able to identify another person's problems before they can even identify it i now become valuable i have leverage because i can go into your business and say hey i see that you're doing this it's producing you this result i think if you do this it'll produce that and i can help with that right and you say it all confidently, showing up in excellence with faith and integrity, they're going to work with you. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a chance just because you've done the work. Mm-hmm. And that's to your patience point, right? Because it takes time. It takes time to really do research. It takes time. And I know now even with like, you know, AI and all that type of stuff, like, yeah, the processes can go faster. But at the end of the day, it takes time to really understand who you're working with. Right. Right. And that, at least for me, I know that that's a strength of mine just because I, and I think God's just given me this ability, and I thank him for it, where, like, I'm able to just not see it just from my perspective. Like, I got to look at it for, through your eyes. I got to look at it through your eyes so I can understand what your vision is, what you want videos to look like, what you want them to sound like, feel like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that way now I'm able to use my skills mm-hmm. to create that. Right. That's some excellent advice for anyone who is trying to get into this industry or if you're already in the industry, you really need to, you know, come to someone who can coach you in this industry, but coach you overall because he coaches entrepreneurs and leaders 
all over. He's he goes to DC. He comes yeah. to Jersey. We're up and down Jersey. Like he's amazing, and we're actually hosting an event together. Oh yeah, cannot on wait. June tenth. June tenth speakers event in Jersey City. Come on now. And at this event, we're going to be teaching on how to be subject matter experts. Yep in your industries and it's going to be an interactive event so i really would like people to come and join us on june 10th in jersey city we'll put the details in the comment section for you but like give us some uh give us like two more key components to Mm -hmm. media influence before we close out okay um so another key to just media and influence is number one always striving to be better and we mentioned this before but like in some way, shape, or form, your content needs to improve. In some okay. way, shape, or form, your communication needs to be to improve. You know, equipment needs to improve. In some way, okay, right? Like it, there are a lot of different ways people say it, but just get one percent better every single day, whether okay. it be in your media or your influence, right? Like whether it's showing up as a better version of yourself, right? Like actually do the things you said you were going to do in your personal life, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? If you do that, you'll improve your media and your influence. Okay. Um. Number three, the third key to really immediate influence is get around some people that push you to be your best version of yourself. Like for me, you know, I have a circle of people and you're in that circle, like people that I really trust. But like, it's not just because you're good people. It's because... Don't make me cry. (laughs) Nah, like, but you know, it's not just because you're good people. It's because you have your own goals and visions and values um, for your own life. And that that allows us, and and I tell my clients this, where it's like, you need three types of people in your life. You need a success model, collaborators, and apprentices. And so for me, I make sure, like, I already know who my success models are. Cool. And they cost too much. So I need to make sure <laughs> that my collaborators are really pushing me to that next level. And so, you know, that means we need to be aligned in vision. I need to be around people that you know, don't that are I need I can't be around people that just do what you do in conversations. I can't do it. It's just it's a waste of time. Like in my time is the most valuable thing I got. Like, dog, I'm I'm working. I'm creating motion. What are you mm-hmm. doing? Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, all the conversations I have with people in my inner circle is, yo, I just closed this deal. Yo, we about to do this this year. Yo, I'm about to go out here and make this move. Yo, I'm about to blow this up and do this. I need that mm-hmm. because even on my worst day, if I hear my friends doing that, Come on. it's like a healthy competition of, oh, oh, now I need to have an update next month. I need something. <laughs> I need to do something. I need to have something. And and again, and that's just what works for me, you know, but I'm a firm believer. Like, I'm, I love competition. And that's just my background as an athlete. But, like, I think more people need to just embrace that. But it starts with really having good people in your circle that influence you in the right way as well. You're you're talking about positive competition. You're talking yeah, about healthy yeah. dose of competition. I think that um that fits in with Enosis uh For sure. the leadership network like their the, the tagline our tagline is think mission not competition. So I mean, I always say like I'm not in competition with nobody else. I'm in competition with myself. Like you said, show up, get 1% better each day. Like show up on your own self. Like mm-hmm. be in con- competition with your own self and then that healthy dose between like people on your level, yeah. that is a big yeah. deal. Make sure they're you're not dreaming too big. Maybe right. they are dreaming too small. Yeah. So you need to that collaborators thing, mm-hmm. big mission, not competition, yeah. unifying together. That's big. Oh, can I add one more bonus thing yeah. to the thing? Give us the bonus. Yo, it, don't be lazy. <laughs> and I'm and I say that with love. Like, don't be lazy because and and I, and I 
I want to be pointed with it, and I say it that way because there are a lot of people, and I used to be one of them. So let me, like, I'm not being hypocritical. I used to be one of them. The people who say that they're busy, the people that say they're doing a bunch, but you really aren't doing anything. Oh, no. I, I want to just, if you're listening to me, break, take the time and just seriously evaluate yourself because you're not as busy as you think. Mm-hmm. All right. Because, it, again, that type of thinking keeps you stagnant. And there are a lot of people that feel like, oh, I'm doing the best I can do. No, you're not. Mm-mm. No, you're not. Because if you were, your life would look different. If mm-hmm. you were, you would wake up feeling different, right? So that's another key that I think is very important just because so often people think about what they need to add to their lives when the truth is, no, you got some things you need to subtract. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, busy doing what? Yeah. like Busy doing like, what? You feel me? So, so I, I say that because there are a lot of people, especially today with, with everything, technology, automation and everything, it's like breeding laziness. It's, it's subconsciously breeding laziness. Yeah, instant gratification too. Yeah. yeah. And so I can just say for right now, like I know when I have kids, like they're going to be everybody just because they're going to know how to work hard. Like literally you hear more and more like people saying this where it's like being successful is becoming easier just because people don't work hard. Mm. So at the root of all of this, and I think there's a like... I'm saying it just because I listen to podcasts a lot and everything like that. And it's like they, you know, you hear the do this thing, do one, do two, do three. But then like underlying all that is no work hard. Like, no, you need to work hard. So you do need I'm to just, work hard. <laughs> I'm just making it very clear. Like, don't think that when I say, oh, yeah, just work for somebody for free. Yeah, just do that. No, 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 no. no. Work hard. <laughs> like, you know, you're going to be up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Like doing stuff. Like this. I like to say it like this. It's. I don't say work hard, but I do work hard. Me personally, yeah, but yeah. I like to say be diligent. That's good because um, and and in the book of Proverbs it says, um, those who are diligent in their work are brought before kings. Facts. And so if you're diligent and you keep doing it, even if you got to do something for free for a little bit, like he said. Just be diligent, be consistent, and prioritize. Oh, yeah. Organize and discipline yourself. Like Miles Monroe said, prioritize, organize, discipline yourself. If you're saying, I'm so busy, but you're not getting the results that you were expecting, then you need to prioritize, organize, and discipline yourself. See, Siri ain't get it. But listen, (laughs) that's a fact. But but honestly, though, you you, you hit a really good point, though, because like, that's the truth. Like so often, like people will want so many things, but they're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you actually take the time to, like you said, prioritize, organize, and discipline yourself, at some point, everyone hits a, a rock bottom where it's like, no, I gotta look myself in the mirror. Right. You're gonna run out of people to blame. You're gonna run out of things to blame mm-hmm. your failures on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, you gotta look yourself in the mirror. And so I just wanna make sure that's clear. Right, because I know we're getting close to the end, but like I want to make myself clear. Be sure you work hard and you're diligent in what you do. Don't be lazy. Yeah, don't be lazy. <laughs> all right. Cause if you lazy, don't even bother hitting me up. All right. If you but if you want to grow and you want to go to the next level yeah. in your business and you really willing to do the work, oh, call me. We can mm-hmm. work, we can be friends, we can kick it. Right. But if you lazy, <laughs> <laughs> That's so hallelujah. funny. He said hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you want to hear more from Trevon Gross Jr., which I know you do because I can listen to him talk nonstop. But if you want to hear more, he will be at the Enosis 
Leadership Network Facts. Mission Conference 2023, July 7th and 8th, July 7th and 8th. And he is teaching on media and influence. And he'll give you the how-tos to be more of a media presence and have great influence in your industry. So you don't want to miss this. Facts. You have to register by June 1st, by June 1st to get the early bird special. And then if you register after that, the ticket price goes up. So please join us. Join us. May I add just why they need to really show up to this? Because the truth is, I'm going to look at the camera. I want you to hear me, okay? <laughs> this is a win-win for you. Yeah. And the reason being, let's just say, because Chels has put together an amazing list of speakers. Oh, an amazing list of speakers. Like, I'm excited, right? To even, Like, I'm speaking as well, but I'm I'm coming as a participant. But let's just say my my presentation's trash. Let's just say. It's not going to be, but let's just say. When you show up to an event like this, when you put yourself in spaces like these to grow, yes. let's say the event itself is bad. And this is an example I give all my clients. Let's say it's bad. You're going to be in the room with other people that want to grow. And I'm certain you've heard the term, your network is your net worth, right? Mm-hmm. So if you decide to invest in yourself, right, you're going to be in a room with other people that want better in their business, want better in the way they're in the way in which they lead. Those are connections that you can make. On top of you're going to hear from some experts in for me media and influence as well as we got real estate people, a whole bunch of different industries. Government contracts, yeah. project management. Yeah. A, a whole bunch. So yes. I say that to say don't just say, "Oh, I'll look check it out and I'll wait to get the ticket." Go get your ticket right now. Right now. Okay. Go get it. Because your life will elevate as a result of it. Mm. All right? Your life will elevate as a result of it. Because you're investing in you. Mm-hmm. That's the fact. You are the best investment you will ever make. Not a stock market. Not a crypto. Not a real estate. You are the best investment. So, invest in yourself. That's basically what this is about. Invest in your in your business skills. Invest in your business knowledge. Invest in your leadership ability. Um, and it pays off. It, it, does. it just does. It does. I would love to see you there. If you want to register, you can register at www.enosistheleadershipnetwork.org. And it's the Mission Conference 2023. If you want to get in touch with Trevon Gross Jr., how do they get in touch with you? All right. So if you want to get in touch with me at Craft Your Dream and you want to improve your productivity and your mindset, you can follow me on Instagram at Craft Your Dream Inc. You can also go on YouTube, Craft Your Dream, listen to my podcast. It's a weekly podcast to motivate you to be your best version of yourself um if you want to get in contact with me for any videography needs any marketing needs whatever you need any media need just send me an email at info at 10-media.com that's info at 10 t-e-n spelled out dash media.com and i'd be happy to help you and don't forget think mission not competition smoked it good job (laughs) I gotta see like the bloopers. Oh, yeah.